yeah so uh noble and and oh yeah he was giving a, a shakespeare performance he was like how many nights has it been since i've where am I? Am I still trying to get into this building? Why? And they're, and like, they're like, it's been, we don't know. They're like, it's been five nights, motherfucker. You've been keeping us up. You're fucking like werewolf by night, like howling at the moon bullshit. Too much energy. Hooray, you're Silverbolt. Blah, 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 Beast Wars once and for all. Titor, what have you done? I am giving this episode no Energon. What yeah. are you, a Quintesson? This is no Energon. Fuck it. I, I can't. Sigma you balls, Gary! Sh- Lips. Welcome to episode 72 of Too Much Energon, the uh, laser cone podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars, coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain somewhere on planet Energon. I'm the Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm Neo Cal, your other host. What's going on, Cal? Oh, you know, watching some Beast Machines and trying to fathom uh, the impossible to fathom like what is a soul what is a spark what is an organic body really uh the the i i have the the ultimate question to to follow that up with what is love baby don't hurt me don't hurt me no more (laughs) (laughs) what is love Uh, is intangible is it even real or is it just an evolutionary like bias that we've developed as mammals in order to uh, promote the family unit. Uh, see, I wasn't actually expecting a somewhat like uh, academic answer, like uh, like liberal arts answer, but I mean, I'll take it. Anthrop- anthropological uh, observation. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while. Uh, speaking of uh, anthropological uh, uh Speaking of furries, uh, obs- <laughs> observation. Speaking of furries, uh, I'm noticing uh, actually. Um, my, I, I, at the beginning of the year, uh, the day after my birthday, I decided to resume a uh, entirely plant-based diet. Well, not entirely. I still eat eggs and fish <laughs> occasionally, but so, uh, pescatarian. Yeah. Uh, uh, ish. Yeah. No meat. No. No dairy. Um, and the goal was to to lose weight because I've put on uh, upwards of forty pounds or so in the past two years, so it was um, it's getting to be a little uh, too much, if you will. And, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, so I'm actually starting to notice a little bit of a little bit of a change. My my face is slimming out a little bit. You know, um, uh, my my shirt is. My shirt and pants are, that I'm wearing are a little bit looser. I weighed myself. I'm actually down like nine pounds. Okay, so it's working. Excellent. It's, it's working, yes. So hopefully uh, I will be back to my 
ideal weight, which is around like 153 to 155 or so. Wow, we've got very different <laughs> ideal weights. <laughs> that 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 is peak siege right there. Peak me is like 220 pounds. Oh, that's I'm, uh, I'm thick though. That that's fat siege territory. Um one thing that's different about this time that th this weight that I put on though is historically throughout my life because I I've kind of yo-yoed uh throughout most of my adult life. Um right. I was a fat kid. It was a fat teenager. And then in my like late teens, early twenties, I dropped the weight and I've done that cycle, I think like three or four times now. But what, what always happened before was I would balloon back up to being like 220 between like 215 and like 225. Uh, I haven't done that this time. I actually kind of like plateaued at like 193, mm. which that was uh, the, the, that was when I was like, OK, this is getting be getting to be a bit too much. So I got I got to do something about the uh, the the old uh, diety do, if you will. And it's and, coming along and it's coming along. Yeah, I've lost like uh, uh, I weighed in today at 184. So it's. We're dropping, we're shedding, we're shedding the pounds. It's like a scale, like eight feet away from me. And I haven't used it. Oh, I think it'll be like 230 or something like that. I have a pretty neat um, uh, Fitbit scale. Oh. So it's, uh, uh, I, I don't even have a Fitbit anymore. Like I, I used to have uh, Fitbits for you, years. You take it off your wrist, put it on the floor and then step on it? <laughs> Not quite. Um. <laughs> But the the scale uh, would interfaces with the the Fitbit app and will like tie into your uh, uh, fitness activity and like your weight and everything like that. Okay. So so it can give you like all kinds of like oh, neat stats. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is, it is kind of cool. It was really handy. Um, I had Fitbits for years, but uh, I found they kept breaking. Like those things are usually only like a hundred or two hundred dollars, depending on which one you get. And uh, well, they. I, I found like for one one reason or another, like they would end up breaking like within a year or so. And so I got sick of it, I got sick of that. And I'm like, I'm like, no, you know what? Um, like, just no, I'm I'm I've had enough of Fitbit. And no, so and so I ended up deciding to get an Apple Watch, which uh, was a uh, very it was a it's been a, a wise upgrade. I've been thoroughly happy. I've had my Apple Watch uh, oh, Series the 6. The did something weird there. Oh, no. It was just the reflection of the light I saw. I thought it was going all, like, hacker mode and, like, showing, like, fuzz <laughs> and lines and stuff like that. No, it was... It caught the... One of your lights on it. Funny. Ah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a... It was an upgrade that I'm pretty, pretty happy with. I've had... It's a Series 6, which at the time was the latest one. Um, I just got it through device subsidy through my cell phone provider. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. There so, so instead of dropping, you know, like seven or eight hundred, eight hundred dollars all at once, it costs it's costing me like thirty dollars a month. So I'm like, okay. yeah, you know, not bad. Um, and it's cool. I really like it. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I can still link. Not directly, but I can use I can link up my Fitbit app to 
a another third party app, which I can't even remember what it is now. Um, and then I can link my uh, Apple Health to that other third party app. And so the Fitbit scale and the Fitbit app and my Apple Watch in a way will indirectly talk to one another and share data. What a wild <laughs> cyberpunk future we live in, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, what a what a wild future, future indeed. Uh, speaking of the future, uh, this is, as I mentioned, this is episode 72 of Too Much Energon. And this week we are talking about the third episode of Beast Machines, Prometheus Unbound. It originally aired on October, or, nope, uh, August 26, 2000. Wow. I wonder why it's called Prometheus Unbound. Do what? What is the story of Prometheus? Uh, pre- pretend uh, anyone listening to any of the listeners out there uh, uh, don't know the story of Prometheus, and uh, not not that I am completely unfamiliar with it beyond it being the name of a ship in Stargate. Uh, it was in Stargate. Uh, yeah, actually. Um, uh, in I think it was like season five or season six uh, after uh, after the uh, SGC had developed a relationship with uh, the, the the Asgard, mm-hmm. the Asgard started sharing technology with Earth and just enough. They, there were some things that they wouldn't share with them, but they they did give us the uh, the, the SGC like uh, like. Uh, hyperspace technology and all that so earth built stuff yeah (laughs) so so earth yeah they just wouldn't share weaponry basically um so earth and i I, actually i think it was in exchange for them helping for for humanity helping them out with the replic the replicators which um basically the the asgard were like uh we are so far advanced that we can't fathom a simple enough like none nothing we've done to fight the replicators works so uh, we can't we're so advanced we can't fathom a simple enough answer to fight to actually fight them and take them out but you were able to do that with your primitive projectile weapons because it destabilizes the like energy fields that like hold like the bits of the rep because the replicators are essentially like lego monsters right uh, like little like I don't remember they're they're like little like um like uh uh they're kind of like bionicle like robots yeah 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 you can blow them apart and they can attach and yeah so nothing the Asgard did was actually um actually effective at fighting them and but Earth Earth came in like yeehaw and blew shit up yeah, yeah. Earth's uh, humans' uh, projectile weaponry actually like uh, uh, was effective in fighting the replicators. So, in exchange for Earth helping the Asgard out fighting the replicators, uh, they're like, "Okay, we're going to share some technology with you." And so, Earth built their first uh, starship, like intergalactic starship, right. and they called it the Prometheus. Okay. Well, from what I've pieced together from um prometheus the alien movie uh <laughs> and what the um uh wayland wayland yutani okay is that the the guy's name 
Are you talking about yes. Guy Pierce and old man makeup? Yeah. What a weird casting choice. Like, why not just cast an old guy? Uh, there's tons of older male actors that could... I, and i love guy pierce like guy pierce is great but it's yeah. like why cast him as an old man and put him in old man makeup like and then they showed the footage of from when he was younger and i, I guess that's what i don't know I, I, i'm with you there i i heard uh on on a podcast that i was listening to once that they um uh originally like the younger there there was a subplot originally that was going to de-age him or something in the movie and he was going to play oh, a probably. much bigger and he was going to play a much bigger role but it ended up uh getting it, it ended up Cut like getting of the final get, it ended up getting lost in rewrites and yada yada good choice it's already it's one of those ones that i i like love to hate or hate to love or yeah well hate to love yeah <laughs> Prometheus. But um, from what I remember from him saying and uh, Google, um, is it Greek? Roman? Greek. Um, one of the Greek, Titans. Yeah. The Titans are bad, right? But the Titans were just like the gods before the gods showed up. The The Titans are the predecessors of uh, the gods of Olympus. Mount, Mount Olympus, yeah. Um, and I, I, I love that kind of um, story because it implies that there were other dudes in charge and that like new dudes came in, beat them and then villainized them, <laughs> villainized the old guard. But basically uh, what, what was it? He's the God of fire and he's basically the Loki of the Greek pantheon. Am I wrong? He's like a trickster God. He's a God of fire, um, like of the forge or something like that. Master craftsman. Um, did he uh, create mortals or was that all the Titans that created mortals? He is known for his intelligence and for being a champion of mankind. Okay. And champion is seen as the, as the author of human arts and sciences. So why did Greek gods overthrow the Titans? Assholes? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I'll have to like go and play through God of War again. Yeah. I like how it's like our sources are the film Prometheus and the video game series God of War. And Stargate. And Star Stargate. <laughs> if there's a better source, tell us. I, I challenge you to find us a better source. So what uh, is this? Prometheus Unbound? Sp speaking of, uh, real quick, we'll, we'll get into it in yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched uh, Marvel's Eternals recently. Uh, it's not a movie that uh, reviewed. It's like the worst reviewed MCU film to date. Uh, it was a movie I didn't really give two shits about because, like, I read like one Eternals comic in the mid two thousands, and I was weren't like, attached to it, right? I was like, yeah, okay, this is boring. But you know, I was like, all right, like I I didn't give two shits about Guardians of the Galaxy prior to their movies, um, especially the second one. I'm a big fan of, which is a controversial opinion. Yeah, um, I like both of those movies. I, I the first one is very like um is a very like plot driven like MacGuffin story, whereas the second one is much more about like developing uh the characters and their relationships with one another, which is why the second one appeals to me so much. Um I, I liked it more too. You you get to find out things about the the characters. Um whereas I, in the first one it's introducing them and their quirks. Um it's the yeah. MCU's movie where they they found their sweet spot in their sense of humor. Right? It's also, it, it's also uh, uh, when the second one came out in theaters, I, I was actually uh, out of town uh, because uh, my aunt was dying. So the whole 
Mm. I, I don't know the whole stuff with um uh with Yondu and all of that. It like it, it just hit me at like a certain time. So I I have a lot of love for that movie. But um, I have a lot of love for it too because of the theme of like um the whole like Yondu being like oh I might not be your father but I'm your dad kind of thing hits hits me pretty rough and and his father was like oh i just went from planet to planet fucking bitches and gave giving them cancer until you know like one of them had a kid and here you are (laughs) now you get to be cool like me so yep i vibe with that movie a lot (laughs) I, i i vibe with that too um what i don't vibe with though is eternals eternals is a very um it has this really like self aggrandizing sense of importance but like none of the characters are particularly interesting. The story <laughs> is quite dull. Um, but uh, but uh, the reason why I, br- with you, I haven't heard of it. Uh, it's on I, Disney yeah, Plus that's now. how fil- that's how much of a filthy like non-listening to news and pop culture am. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, but uh, but the reason why I brought it up was because like one of the big themes of that movie is that oh the Eternals uh, have been on Earth for seven thousand years and they've been seeding humanity and like creating myths of like deities and gods and like helping advance humanity's uh, uh, technology throughout the years and I'm like you guys are acting like this is this movie is acting like this is this really like big like profound story and i'm like man i fucking saw stargate do this shit like 25 years ago <laughs> they, so well, they got high and watched ancient aliens and were like make that a, <laughs> basically, <laughs> that a movie <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> the whole thing about ancient aliens is that all the old gods and technology and like the aliens have had a helping hand and yeah it's ancient aliens the mcu movie am yeah. i wrong i mean technically stargate predates uh ancient aliens so it's stargate the, the and i i doubt that stargate was even the first like uh no. like science fiction property to do something like that but it, it's the one that i'm familiar with but Reminded but anyway the the eternals the movie like treats it like the it's this like really like novel concept and it's like man i've been i was watching stargate in like the late 90s and early 2000s and they were doing that shit too y'all motherfuckers <laughs> even heard of the gold <laughs> exactly yeah uh uh yeah, the funny. evil we, version we of you plays the... a system lord on oh, target I, I forgot Kevin. i remember there were like two people that were like i see it it was like you and um like uh your ex or your friend or something like that i posted like, oh, yeah, it i, I posted it. a side by this like a decade ago <laughs> i posted a side by side like picture of you and this actor um his name's like kevin durand uh really great character actor but um and like i remember like a bunch of people on facebook were like yeah i see it <laughs> yeah he's uh, okay yeah he's like a slightly better looking elon musk and so like uh the, the, oh shit this guy was in vikings yeah yeah he played uh the guy who might be odin might be loki or odin yeah one of the gods visiting them to it, it's heavily Ragnar's implied life. in the show that he might be the all-father um but uh yeah uh yeah anyway i uh, for years referred to that actor before i actually started like seeing him in like a million different things and being like okay i should just this guy's great so i should just actually take note of his name um 
but I used to just call him douchebag Cal. Cause he always played for a time. He was always playing, popping up as villains and things. And he played, uh, he ended up playing uh Barry Burton in like one of the resident evil movies. And right. which was, I was like, weird. That, he has that face where I'm like, oh, he's a little bit familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've it's got like, a stronger nose. It's like looking in the mirror. <laughs> He's got better eyebrows, but I've got a stronger nose. Uh, you know has who has an even stronger nose? Megahead. Megahead. So Prometheus Unbound, uh the this week's episode of Beast Machines opens uh uh with the Maximals uh once again at Megahead. Am I right? Yep. Oh, what is it? It cuts. They're at Megahead and there's like a Cybertron moon. How many moons does Cybertron have? Well, uh, <laughs> we saw in uh, Transformers the movie in 2005, Unicron ate both of Cybertron's moons. So it's like, okay, so I guess they, they made new ones. Yeah, we saw that he ate two moons. So it's like, oh, it's like Mars. It, it has two moons? Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember so, us commenting about that so i guess like in the centuries following um uh they they just built new moons i guess maybe they're naturally formed moons like debris fields and Uh, that they like put i don't know this one looks cut up um anyone listening if you know the story of it um go to season two episode three of beast machines it looks fucking cool it looks like a golf ball or like a cue ball right but the skin is slit open and there's like um you know those sentinels from uh matrix right they've got like the squid doc ock arms it looks like there's a bunch of like like alligator tails slash like sentinel arms like wrapped up inside of it and i'm like oh whoever did that it looks cool because it's passing in the background as a, a 2d like painted object and it kind of reminds me of the movie in that sense how a lot of the backgrounds were were painted yeah yeah because that was it's uh, not 3d it's it's painted art that's floating by and at first i was like lol that looks janky as fuck but then <laughs> now i'm like this looks cool and uh savage sorry not savage noble like howls at the moon yeah he goes all ozzy osbourne and barks at the moon here um oh man we start with some night scream bullshit don't we yeah we start with some night scream bullshit and i know what you're saying last episode where you're like he's so inconsistent and he's caught what an emo bitch i don't like that yeah he man yeah he yeah i know and like last last whole episode he's just a last week he last week he was all like uh like it early in the episode he was like shit talking like like prior he was like shit like glad like gary primal was dead and like <laughs> shit talking the other maximals and but then at the end of the last episode he was like oh noble a uh, gary over here will help you just like he helped me he helped the maximals are are, are, are my fam are, are they're, they're they're my family they took me in when no one else would yeah and then this week again he's back to being like oh with friends like you who needs megatron immediately first like yeah. minute because they're like, uh, I don't know if we can trust Noble. If he like transforms into a into Savage again, he could fuck us up. They're they're contemplating what to do, and he's like, "Geez, like with friends like you, who needs via cons or some night scream bullshit?" And he's like, "Uh, uh you you can't ground me. I'm running away." And he 
he tries to fly away and Primal's like, Night Scream, wait! And flies after him for some dumb reason. Um, and that, then we, we end up cutting to uh, out in front, uh, well, still out in front of um, uh, uh, Megatron's HQ, the Megadome. Megadome. And uh, Noble is there, like, pounding at the door. And so the Maximals, like, go and, like, they're like, hey, Doble, you you wanna you wanna stop doing that? You've been doing this for the past like five nights in a row. Like, the fuck's wrong with you, bud? And he growls at them and then gets angry, and they're like, now now, calm down. You know what and, happens uh, when you get angry, and Noble's like, You wouldn't like me when I'm angry, and then turns into a dragon. No, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And turns into a dragon and attacks him a bit and then starts slamming his head on the door. And there's like automated defenses that come out. Like a bunch of tentacle. I thought they were tentacles. it's weird. I thought they were spark extractors. They look like spark extractors, but well, they later don't... they they use this model as spark extractors. Yeah, so I thought these were spark extractors. <laughs> um but they don't try to extract anyone's sparks. What they end up doing is like uh enveloping uh savage uh because they just wrap them up yeah yeah they just wrap them up because uh the the uh the i'm just gonna call them spark extractors uh come out and are they initially go for night scream and savage goes to save him he pushes him out of the way and then the spark right. extractors like envelop him and like completely wrap him up and like squeeze him and they like pull him free and he's turned back into to noble and so we get some dialogue with him like uh he's like oh did i did i do it again what I, I don't remember and they're like yeah yeah you're trying to break in there and he's like why oh th this is I'll, like if you're watching this you probably watched the episode spoilers this is megatron this is megatron <laughs> yeah. um uh, yes this this is in case very, you didn't recognize the voice in, ca in case you didn't recognize david k's voice which uh, uh to be fair uh very he, he's diverse uh yeah. actually i mentioned eternals a few minutes ago uh he does the voice of the celestial in that movie like oh, who cool. ends up like kind of spoilers for the Eternals, he ends up kind of becoming the main bad guy of the movie, like you find out. Yes! <laughs> you Eternals will face the wrath of the mighty Megatron! Yeah, there's a, there's, <laughs> there's a, there's a plot, uh, there's a plot twist that happens uh, about halfway through the movie where you find out some shenanigans uh, involving the, Ooh, the Eternals' just... origins, um, which I is not remember. from the comics. If I ever watch it, I will have long forgotten. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't, I don't recommend watching it. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> then I never will. <laughs> the the only cool I'm one thing of those about people where people are like, "Oh, don't watch this," and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I got got too many games and shows and movies to watch, man." <laughs> and someone's what? like, "Nah," I'm like, "What?" One one of one of my coworkers the other day was like, "Yeah, I'm going to be watching." Um, uh, the Matrix Resurrections this weekend, and I was like, "Oof!" He's like, "Oh, it's not good." And like, we we talked about it for a few minutes, and he's like, "Well, you know, I know I'll I'll probably like it. Like, I'm a huge fan of the the original trilogy, and like, I'm like, so so was I." He's like, "But yeah, you know, like as long as it doesn't like completely like 
fuck things up. Like I'm usually like pretty, I'm, I'm just happy. There's a new movie. I'm like, yeah, so was I, but yeah, let me, let me know. Um, let me, let me know what you think of it. And then I'm today, I it this weekend too. And then today when I saw him, he just says to me, he's like, he, he just looks at me and he's like one of the worst fucking movies I've seen all year. Um, I'll, I'll let the listeners know what I, I think of it because, um, unlike most people, I defend that the matrix reloaded and, uh, the matrix, um, revolutions, uh, is are are good movies oh yeah yeah um, uh, i i defend the matrix i've always defended the matrix reloaded and in recent like recently i've kind of come around on the matrix resurrections i think the movie still has uh, flaws and like the flaw like the the issues that i've always had with it are still present but i i do appreciate the movie more as a like companion if taken as a companion piece to the matrix reloaded which is mm. what it's intended to be. Um, yeah. Hey, leave him alone. He's just Night Scream. Is like, hey, leave him alone. He's just like me. And I like, like how I like. I, I actually like. I'm definitely. I'm one hundred percent on Rat Trap's side during all of these exchanges because Rat Trap is like, yeah, we can't fucking trust this guy. Like, all... we know that it's it's, Meg- <laughs> it's Megatron, but at the same time. He's done nothing. So, okay, let me TLDR the first 15 goddamn minutes of this. We can still go through it, but I want to get this off my chest. The first 15 minutes are Night Scream being a whiny little emo bitch and being like, leave him alone. Noble's my best friend. You don't (laughs) understand him like I do. See, he defended me when he was a dragon form. Not yeah. like you, you stupid rat. I've never been your friend. Fuck you. And I'm like, just like last episode, you were saying all of these people are your like family and I trust them with my life. Like whatever medication Night Scream needs, he's not getting. <laughs> yeah, <one>. yeah. <laughs> but he's a teenager. He's He's got his head like not screwed on right. And because they're like, hey, 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 like we need to do something to protect ourselves, but try to help him. And he's like, no, fuck you. Let's let's go, best friend noble. We're gonna we'll go off on our own. And they're like, oh, that's probably for the best. We'll look into the Megatrons, the Megadome, and and you guys fuck off. Yeah, and uh uh Noble like tries to protest. He's like, No, I need to get in there. And Gary's like, No, get out of here, go away. Get out of here. You're, you're bothering me. Yeah, you weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You weirdo. <laughs> um, and indeed, he's starting to betray his intent because now, while he's con, remember, he had just pre- pretended, oh, what? How many nights has it been? Why, why do I come back here? And now, while he's conscious as noble, he's like, no, no, I need to get in there. So, yeah, he, he's bullshitting. He's bullshitting them. Yeah. So they, they like uh, fuck around with the door or something and like the door opens and uh, Gary makes a comment about like how like the automated defenses that they encountered were the ones that the late great Megatron wanted us to find. So let's be on our guard. Keep an eye open for booby traps. 
So they so they walk in and uh, Night Scream and Noble are like walking away, and then Noble just like completely like does a one eighty and like bolts back. He hears with his wolf ears that they're 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 in there, and he yeah. kind of like looks around and because he's like, oh shit, they're in, and like you said, turns around and bolts back. And why is he running? Does he know the door is going to close on it automatically? Well, we see the door actually see the door closing. Yeah. Um, and it, throughout this episode, we get a lot of like little shots, like at the end of the last episode with Noble, like making well, like grins and the like, camera, like zoom, zooms in on his face and he's like, <laughs> they're, mm. yeah, they're, 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 re- <laughs> they're making it obvious that he's up to something. They're, they're, they're making it obvious that he's up to no good. Yeah. Trying to start some trouble in their neighborhood. I I, I was trying to remember the line. <laughs> he got He's... one little fight with the Viacons, and and Gary Primal got scared. You <laughs> see that he, uh, you're moving that... in with your auntie and uncle, the Maximals. I, you know I there's know. <laughs> a you know there's a gritty reboot of Fresh Prince coming. Like Will actually. Smith? No, no. Yeah, uh, Will Smith is producing it. Uh, it's going to be on the uh, American streaming service, uh, Peacock. But uh, yeah, it's like actually, it, I think it's just called Bel Air. But it's like a gritty take on that story, like a dark, like dramatic take on that story. And I'm like, and this is like comment sections on like social media and everything seems to everyone seems to consist like the consensus seems to be who asked for this? Will <laughs> no Smith one. do what Will Smith do? How dare you question his godhood? <laughs> I think uh uh I think SNL did like a parody video of a like gritty reboot of Family Matters just called Urkel. Yes, and I I've recently watched it and it is fucking like 10 out of 10. Because well, anybody that's familiar with that show quickly realized that audiences responded really positively to the character Urkel and then oh, more yeah, yeah. and more Steve Urkel, and more yeah. characters uh, sorry more and more episodes started having Urkel on the show so much so that the show became synonymous with the did I do that yeah I don't line. even think he joined the show until like season two of Family oh, Matters it, it, was, it, was a, it was a bit into it yeah season two or three or something like that and um Man, I went down a weird rabbit hole. Um, my partner was like, oh, blah, 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 just like Stefan. And I'm like, what? It's like Stefan Ur- Urkel. Ur- <laughs> Ur- yeah. Urkel's like uh, split personality. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, yeah, he, de- you he don't de- know. He developed a machine to like make himself cool, basically developed a machine to make himself cool and by the way kudos to the actor holy shit <laughs> does he does he play both of those roles well and the well? this the stefan urkel character is more uh is more is much more closer to how the actor behaves oh yeah yeah because yeah. the, the actor's cool i i usually know uh his name i just can't recall it right uh now. it's like did uh, you know that they Jale- like ex- jaleel white i think that sounds really familiar. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but anyways, yeah. Um, I didn't realize, did you know that he extracted Stefan from him and he became his own, he was, they were different people that physically existed and he, and interacted with each other and were both trying to date. Um, uh, I think I remember that. Yeah. It was very like, it was very like, uh, when Bruce Banner like separated himself from the Hulk. That's exactly what happened. 
what happens and they both propose to the oh, i can't remember any of the names right now but like they're both like competing from pr- proposing to the same uh to the Carl same girl. winslow's daughter there, there you go it's <laughs> like, uh i she has a name i can't remember it's been like 20 fucking years since i've seen the show and i had no idea that was like it's like 30 since i've seen it (laughs) yeah it's it's a it's a rabbit hole so basically we got something like that going on here we got a stefan (laughs) and an urkel and uh they're at odds with each other um or are they (laughs) i i like um i like i want to hate this episode but like (laughs) oh i i i dig this episode like we're <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I no, I really like this episode. Um uh, I I I like Gary's reaction when he sees Noble like leap through, uh, like leap into the, the megadome. Uh Gary is like, uh, do you not understand the meaning of the word no? <laughs> and that right there should have been like, you know who also hates the word no? In fact, he he frequently uh, utters the the word that is the exact opposite of no. Mm-hmm. Yes. Megabyte from reboot. <laughs> yes, the planet has. He even job. says yes earlier in the episode as like a a nod. He says it a couple of times in this oh, episode. Does, does he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he's um, like, okay, okay, well, now that you're here, you might as well help, but be very, you know what? I need to uh, capture just the sound bite of um, Gary Primal saying booby, because he says, we got to look out for booby traps. And remember, Candace uh, recently on Twitter had like tagged and they're looking for like sound bites and memes and like right, stories right. or like whatever. I should just get that like, like half a second clip of him being like booby trap. <laughs> I with the the too much energy on Twitter account. I'm like I'm like. Well, my favorite uh, Gary Primal quote is "Taken unawares, I'm a fool." <laughs> Which no, I'm that's pre- a good one. I'm pretty sure that that's an Ian Weir line, a friend of the show, Ian Weir, who we interviewed on uh, uh, yeah, on an episode of the that's podcast. That's an Ian Weir line. Yeah, yeah, it's from uh, oh, Possession. If yeah. there's ever really interesting dialogue, it's like oh, Ian Weir. We were right like 90% of the time. We'd be like halfway through an episode and we're like, Ian, we wrote this one, right? Right. We were almost right every time. Be- before he be- like his name actually started like really sticking out to us. Registering we're like, we're, we're like, oh, it's from the same writer as this episode. From the right, right. It's from the, the writer of Dark uh same guy who wrote <laughs> Dark Designs, which had a lot of like really quippy dialogue. Whenever we would linger on how good the dialogue was throughout that episode of, of too much energy on it was it, it was usually a an ian weir uh episode i have a friend of the show ian weir I, i've mm-hmm. read i've read one of his books i've actually i bought he has three published novels now uh and i i own all three of them i've read one of them so far and uh his character his characters all have very strong voices uh the mm-hmm. the, the man has a has a knack for um uh, writing interesting dialogue oh absolutely yeah um, in fact, his recent book, we which we talked about, um, was published like really recently, like when? 2019. Yeah, just 2019. Um, I have a copy of it sitting on my shelf. Uh, it's called the the Death and Life of Buster Strothel. 
make sure I'm actually getting that correct. I'll look. I'll look it up too. The death and life. I'm just gonna go to his website. Oh, okay, good. Uh, the death idea. and life. The death and life. Blah. The death and life of Strother Purcell. Strother Purcell. You were never gonna get that name, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, that that's actually. Um, uh, I, I I've read his first book that he published. Um, I might actually skip over his second one and read uh his latest one first because the 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 concept of it sounds really really up my alley so uh listeners go go check out go to go to i think it's ianweird.net go to his website and uh look at links for his books and all yeah. of his all of his various other works uh uh very 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 nice very very nice man very very interesting to talk to wrote a lot of a lot of uh uh, Beast Wars. Um, out there episodes. <laughs> if if it's out there or someone dies, it's a it's a <laughs> weird episode. If it's out there, if it, someone dies, if there are cyber raptors, if there are cyber raptors, if they turn evil when they were good, or vice versa. <laughs> uh, I saw. We'll... Go ahead. Uh... Oh yeah, no. I, I I shared a meme on uh, the the Lasercomb Discord uh, a a week or two ago, and it was a picture of Rhinox from the episode Dark Designs where he he turns evil, and um, <laughs> it has like someone like right clicking and uh, clicking dark mode. Yeah, dark <laughs> dark mode. Dark mode. I loved that. <laughs> it it made me laugh. That's a good one. I was like, what. People have beast machines. Very simple, but very effective. Yeah, I, and like it's effective because, like, if if you know, you get it right away. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of knowing and getting it right away, Noble immediately like uh, enters the dragon and turns back into Savage, and so like after the- triggering purposefully. Mind you, triggering a bunch of la- weird ass, overly complicated landmines. Right. Uh, yeah, and so like the the maximals are like fleeing from like the automated defenses, and also are like we're now have to worry about uh, dealing with uh, savage on the loose. Savage on the loose. Uh, sav- savage both uh, on the streets and in the sheets. And in the Megadome. <laughs> and in the Megadome. The, uh, Savage on the Loose sounds like like a folk song. But uh, yeah, dark scene where they're exploring it tries to go for some horror vibes where you're not sure if like when he's going to attack. And it seems like he does and then they're not. And Yeah, they're, yeah. They're going for some horror vibes here. Um, it's... It, it it doesn't quite work. Um, we, they try. They they try. It's fine. But like it's because um, we know who the scary thing is. So it's like we just met well, like Noble and Savage, right? Well, what I was gonna say was in uh, the episode of uh, Beast Wars: Guerrilla Warfare, where uh, Gary Primal like goes nuts on the Predacon base, and it straight up like turns into a slasher movie. Mm-hmm. for a few scenes there that was really effective 
And that was directed really well too, because we see it from the uh, Predacons perspective. Yeah. And they're afraid. And that's different because the Maximals in these scenes aren't afraid. No, they kind of just look lost. They just look lost and they're a little bit wary. But also they've already dealt with Savage like a handful of times. So it's not, there's no immediate threat there. Yeah. But uh, what what ends up happening? Um, Noble Uh, Savage ends up finding the... uh, Yeah, the, the, the mega chamber. The mega chamber, yeah. The, and um, he transforms, by the way, like willingly, it seems, back to Noble and gets all smiles and um, seems to have forgotten that he has those floating tiles. Well, and he looks over and island. sees the um, uh, uh, the command see- harness. I, yeah, I was going to say uh, that that was thank you for bringing that up because I was going to mention uh, we get little bit of dialogue from rat trap uh, later on in this episode where rat trap refers to it as is it the command harness or the control harness control harness or command harness something like that yeah um so i was like oh wow that's actually like the first time we've gotten a name for his like control like apparatus that he his uh his vr helmet if you will yeah his full body like lawnmower man vr haptic suit or at least upper body. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what happens here? He tries to cross the weird floating tiles as Noble, but like for some reason, fall- is the first person on the entire show to fall? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he is purely, uh, he's purely organic. He's a an organic. Filthy organic. Yeah. A filthy organic, yes. Um, and he so, falls, but uh, Night Scream and Optimus like fly down into the depths uh, to uh, retrieve him, and it cuts back to the other three. Yeah, to Rat the trap. To, to yeah, Lady to the other, Arachnia, other yeah, other Maximals. They 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 end up crossing, and um, Rat Trap like jumps into the like uh uh fuck what was it called again? Command can, harness. The command harness. Uh, he actually like jumps into the command harness and interfaces yeah, with it. It's cool. I'm like, oh, sweet. I was like, sweet. So it isn't just uh, old mega breath. So this is this what thing. ultimate power feels like. No, he didn't have any lines like that. He just immediately <laughs> got into like hacking. So uh, 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 pro- probably my favorite bit in this episode actually is. Um, so Rattrap, like once he's like plugged in to the to this thing he starts bringing up like a bunch of like uh windows and um he's like clearly like looking for information and cheetor says to him he's like hey are you looking for those missing sparks and rat trap's like no i'm looking at the sunday funnies of course i'm looking for the missing sparks <laughs> why do you think i'm in here and like, at first i'm like oh classic rat trap but i'm like it was you a really to remind he's no, on it, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I thought it was hilarious, actually. I'm like, trap episode. I'm like, I'm like, that was like Cheetor, like, what have you done? <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking stupid line on Cheetor's part. Oh, you want me to find the, the missing sparks from Cybertron uh, Cybertron? Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just checking the Sunday funnies. 
Yeah, yeah. Kind of says like defensively, but angrily. It's, yeah. it's just a very cheetor like, uh, kind of like a sarcastic response. And yeah, I I, I dig it. Reminds me a lot of uh, classic rat trap. Yeah. So um, so Gary uh, and Night Scream bring Noble back up. Uh, after Rattrap says that, like he he can't he can't find where the sparks are right now because like all of the data is encrypted and even the encryptions are encrypted. Yo, dog! I heard you like encryptions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, nope. Noble comes back up and he's like, "No, get away from there!" And he goes to dragon mode. Uh, uh completely uh, uh of command. his own uh, of his own volition he transforms into a dragon and the other and the the maximals uh take notice of this they're like what yeah, he points it out yeah he's like what he can control it and so when he goes into dragon mode uh he like blasts fire from his mouth at uh, like a firebolt at rat trap knocking him out of the uh the command harness yeah um, and, and then uh, and that yeah. that that triggers the like like automated defenses like um and spark extract they everything goes red spark extractors like start coming down uh they well directed like, scene again the red light and the the battle music and the it's yeah yeah the red the red I I like it yeah yeah um uh the the show has style I I gotta yeah. I I probably the uh but biggest praise that i i have for beast machines as a whole which we'll we'll get into when we're talking about the show uh yeah. as a whole once we're finished with it but um i the show has style um which i appreciate mm-hmm. and uh they all including um noble or sorry savage all the maximals and savage like fight off the spark extractors Pretty stylish, right. but they they all use their powers. I forgot that um, Night Scream could like shoot his teeth out, and vampires suck the energy out of things. Was Thanks, he shooting his Joe. teeth? Because it it looked like he was just shooting like green energy from his mouth, like an energy beam from his mouth. Because I I was watching that, and I've watched this episode like four times now, um, and I was watching that, and I was like, that's new. Also, another thing that's new is he follows it up with, we've seen him like do a scream from his mouth, like a sonic scream. Yeah. This time the sonic scream actually came from like a thing on his back. Yeah. He leaned his head down and there was like a big speaker, like on his upper back. And it like shot out like circular, like sonic blast attack. And he's like, music to my ears. And that's more classic uh, night scream. I like that stuff. But he always used to just do that with his mouth. Right. So I was like, huh? Did they just, did they forget the first time? They were like, oh, wait, we designed him with that speaker thing on his back. He's supposed to shoot it like a cannon. Maybe it was a note from Hasbro. They're like, well, he has the, he actually has this like thing on his back. Like that, that's what I'm should going be, with that. that that's <laughs> what should be uh, actually emitting his like sonic scream. And uh, mainframe are just like, oh, okay. Oh, our bad. Okay. <laughs> Next time he does that, uh, We'll make it shoot out of his back. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what happens here? Um, oh, uh, I'm watching it on Tubi. And at uh, 1553, I've screenshot it. I'll share it uh, later. On 1553, there's like another silhouette shot. Of, uh, the, um, 
uh, of uh, uh, Noble holding up Rat Trap because yeah, he's because transform- he ripped him out of the uh, the harness. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that was a cool shot. Yeah, they love their silhouettes. Uh, it's also show. a weird shot. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, does does this fit with the the rest of the episode? I don't know. It's what, what and also why is like noble just like holding rat trap up by his tail like dramatically like with light emitting from behind him like why why is that worthy of some kind of this kind of shot yeah i guess the Uh, anyway we're on his good side it's it's gonna be the show art for this episode (laughs) it's cool but remember a lot of things on this show are done because they're cool not because it makes sense (laughs) <laughs> that's the difference between beast wars and beast machines by the way you know what that that's my i'll try to remember that the difference between beast that differentiates beast machines from beast wars is that it does things that are cool not because they make sense well and that kind of ties into what i was saying about uh a minute ago about uh beast machines has style and like they do a lot of things to be in the show to be stylish just coming off that matrix high you know yeah exactly (laughs) very quite clearly why kick a bunch of cops if you're not going to jump in the air slow motion style and kick them like trinity which um is revisited this episode there's a slow motion kick scene with black arachnia oh yeah yeah i haven't seen that since like episode one uh episode two no it wasn't episode one because they didn't know how to transform in episode one right uh, it, it was, was early, when they did it was first early, transform though. yeah it was there it was early though she straight up does the a like uh trinity like leap into the air like and the camera motion. goes and the camera like pans yeah. around like that very iconic uh matrix shot so what happens here um you were saying noble ripped rat trap right out of like the harness and then he puts it on and, and the they, maximals kind of look at him and they're like, like what the fuck it, yeah they're like bro what are you doing and he he puts it on he tries to put it on he's like work 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 damn you work why won't you work oh curse these disgusting organic paws um and he gets the idea that uh he's like yes i i think here is where he says yes again he's like yes spark yeah i can't interface with this because of this stupid accursed organic body and yeah. spark extractors are flying around and he's like i need he's like i've got it and so he actually like willingly like grabs a couple of spark extractors and lets them like extract holds his them to his his chest uh, and to... night scream is like my best friend noble no even though savage and noble have just been fighting the maximals for like a solid minute yeah right? No, and, and, not and, my best friend. And they've and they've already figured out that he can control uh, either form and can shift between them uh, and willy presumably nilly. revealing that he's been lying to them. Yeah, yeah. But nope, Night Scream's like no. Uh, so what happens here? Um, so he so he extracts uh, his spark. Rat trap jumps in the harness again. Right. Yeah. yeah or t- does he? uh no no, no sorry no, sorry no he no he he, he does extract a spark and um primal is like how's that even possible he's an organic being 
Yeah, how can he have a spark? But uh, his spark is red, which I found interesting. Hmm. Um, and his spark, like the color flaunt, of a Sith, <laughs> or the color of a uh, a, a dragon, a transmetal two dragon, like the one that I have uh, to my left here. It's true. The, it is for red the, for for the audio listeners. Um, my. Uh, my transmetal two uh dragon uh megatron fucking looks nice <laughs> it's cool looking it's not that great of a figure like it the dis- engineering of it is very bizarre uh, but mm. apparently uh, uh transformers legacy which is a uh 2022 uh, transformers line replacing uh the war for cybertron trilogy um there was a leaked product listing of a leader class uh, beast wars dragon megatron so it'll be a brand new figure. Oh shit! A brand new, brand new figure, much like in the way the uh, the Kingdom figures were like new interpretations of the Beast Wars characters. So oh, that'll be interesting. So I'm really fucking hyped for that. I've actually been like really like scaling down my uh, Transformers. Waiting for that new new 2022. Uh... I I mostly now just like focusing. Uh, I'm like I, I pretty much got like most of the G1 characters I want. I'm pretty much now just focusing on like beast wars characters because beast wars is like like i i like g1 well enough but like yeah. beast wars is my transformers yeah which is why i've done 72 episodes of a <laughs> podcast about it <laughs> exactly um so uh, what the the red light goes in the harness so the red spark uh goes into the uh control harness and, and it talks, by the way. We've never seen that before. Have we ever seen just a spark by itself able to speak? Uh, Starscream. You're right. Yeah. It did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, so so can Megatron. And he goes, ha, 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 free at last. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, Noble's like body, like lifeless body uh, falls to the ground. And yeah, the, the spark is like briefly in the head of the command harness and then just like shoots up the, the cables and uh, goes into the sky and flies right into Megahead. Yeah, right through its like sixth chakra or whatever it is. And its eyes light up and wouldn't you know it, he can talk now. He can talk now. And so the Maximals are outside and uh, Megatron's like, ha, 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 yes. He doesn't have a mouth. It's creepy. Yeah, he, he talks yeah, to the speakers somewhere in the giant floating head. It, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Why would he need a mouth? Uh, yeah. And he so he I like gets... the night scream runs out and his first words are, where's Noble? There never was a noble, you stupid child. Ho, 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 ho. I used you. Yes. Stupid bitch. And, and even with this knowledge, um, Night Scream falls and he goes, no, he was my friend. He was just like me. A I, 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 quick sidebar <laughs> on, uh, in regards to something we talked about in the, the preamble, uh, which you can uh, uh, listen to if you uh, subscribe to Patreon, patreon.com slash lasercomb. Um, in regards to something we talked about in the preamble, I'm actually tempted more. I, I'm tempted now to make my impression of Megatron even further from what Megatron actually sounds like. Might as well. <laughs> Might as well. Well, one thing that we, uh, we have a, a, a friend of the show um, from Dork Tales, Kelly, 
um he said that when he got back into it and watched a few episodes um hasn't since uh he was younger um he was like his voice isn't as dark deep as i remember it's like high, higher than i remember and it's like you should listen to our impressions they're, <laughs> they're going higher <laughs> um so uh yeah so megatron tells the the maximals that uh he uh, spent so long like trying to figure out how to separate the uh, the the organic from the uh, technological side of him and he mm-hmm. finally figured out the the way to do it but his spark stuck with the wrong half so it's revealed that either this was a huge ass project in the making the singularity the the weird event from making the the, the, Cuban, the, the Cuban missile crisis of the end of season one y- yeah <laughs> um well except that nukes were actually launched right um is this a result of that he like put some plan into motion so that when that happened he would be split into a just organic and a just techno form so I don't know if this actually gets explained at any point uh later on in the series because I I just, uh, I, I watched through Beast Machines once back in like 2008. <laughs> I don't remember. Right, I, I, right. I, I remember like kind of the end of the show, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so, so I don't know if it actually gets explained or not, but what my theory here is that like one mega head, like that, do- that doesn't just happen. Like he was having that shit built okay, over time. Yeah. Um, so I think this was a, and he was always really like wary of, if you remember, he was really wary of separating his spark from his body because that would leave him, potentially leave him defenseless. Mm-hmm. So I think this was a, like, basically like a back against the wall, like 11th, like 11th hour, like last ditch, like emergency, like press the panic button. like last ditch like thing to do uh in case of emergency and with the world uh about to with basically everyone about to be destroyed at the end of season one this was where he was like uh, he was like all right well it's now or never like so as i dig that so while they were all going through their death and rebirth metamorphosis let's go with that um he was like Blast it all and activated this. This like uh, this, this this like plan. Uh, this like Project. La- last ditch <laughs> effort uh, to uh, extract him. Doomsday in- plan number uh, letter C. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like I said, I I don't know if the show actually explains like how this all came to be, but that's the theory that I'm going off of right now. Yeah, I like and- his little speech. Megatron's speech is like, uh, for an eternity, I slaved away to separate my filthy organic side and my technologically perfect side. I'd still really like to know why uh, Megatron like really hates organics so much. Because like, I re- did, did, like, yeah, because like in Beast Wars, like uh, the whole beast mode thing was his idea. Create alternatives based on the most powerful local creatures, because there's too much energon. I like that that uh, impression <laughs> more. Anyone listening, that's obviously 
that that's Siege the... going uh, full video game. <laughs> yeah, full uh, Beast uh, 1997 Beast Wars video game, which um, uh, I, I've used the the intro from that video game that has the like very terrible like sound alike uh, uh, voice acting. Uh, I've used it as the intro to several episodes of this podcast, including the first episode. So. I kind of wonder if uh, that guy on Twitter like isn't familiar with the Beast Wars game and thought that that was us <laughs> in the intro. Oh, like played the intro and was like, "Oh, these these are terrible impressions." Yeah, yeah. I never I, made it. That never made it pat farther than thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. go with that. <laughs> I, I kind of wonder. Yeah, um, which which would be hysterical because it's like. If that is the case, it's like, dude, that's not even us. <laughs> Let's go with that. I like and that. shockingly enough, it isn't us. But no, it isn't us. Uh, again, listeners, if you're wondering what what we're talking about, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. And uh, $5, $5 a month, you get to listen to preamble audio. We had an hour-long preamble uh, where we talked about some some Twitter drama. Yeah. Uh, before we got into recording this episode. Speaking of this episode, this episode's pretty much wrapping up. Um, yeah, he, he shit talks them a little bit. Yeah, he shit talks, talks them a little bit. He is, and then he's like, and now, Gary, it's time for you to Sigma balls. And he <laughs> activates some thing that reawakens all of the Viacons. And if you recall from season one, none of the Viacons have a spark. They need to be controlled by Megatron, but he can't. His processing power is split. Yeah. So it's yeah. very difficult for him. So he, but now he he's them all up. But now he's Megahead. So yeah, he maybe, doesn't have that dirty biological like body, like holding him back. So maybe it won't be a problem for him now. Also, I kind of, I'm kind of curious to see how the Viacon, the two remaining Viacon generals are going to react to uh, Megahead being alive. Yeah, because they because they seem to be pretty happy that he was gone. I mean, his reward was that they wouldn't be destroyed. But then on the side, he's like, <laughs> but then, as soon as you get rid of the Maximals, I'm destroying you. But, and they but kind then, of knew that. But but then also their reward was also being destroyed, has, was having their sparks extracted. So so I, at, I think we talked about that. Need to... I think we talked about that on a previous episode. Yeah, like, it's it's a lot different than Beast Wars, where it's like, oh, we have to do what Megatron does because Megatron rewards those who are loyal. <laughs> Perfect Scorponok impression. Prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, but you yeah, get- here it's just like, and don't screw up, otherwise I'll destroy you. And it's like, man. We don't even get time on that Xbox. <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, anyway, so the the uh, that cuts away to uh, the Maximal cave and uh, the Maximals are like all like skulking around and Night Scream is like looking like uh, super sad and a uh, rat trap walks over to him and night screams like what you come come to gloat come to say i told you so well fuck come you to call me a dumbass fuck well, off fuck. stupid rat and rat traps like uh no dude i was just coming to say i'm sorry which uh proving like rat like in rat trap he's being the bigger man here 
Rat Trap's the best character in Beast Machines. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and uh, then we cut away uh, back to the Megadome, and we see the corpse of uh, Noble mm-hmm. start to twitch. And then his eyes open. You, When you said, I truly could not fathom the depths at which the first view of all of, of season two would uh, would reach. Um, I, I, I don't even know what this means. Does he have a different soul? Is he just an animal? I Did he lose his dragon form? Will he sound like, like Megatron? <laughs> Will he just never appear again? Who knows? All of those are equally <laughs> possible. <laughs> uh... Uh, and yeah, end of the episode. Um, so here on Too Much Energon, we review episodes of Beast Wars, Beast Machines, and uh, sometimes even comic books, sometimes Japanese Beast Wars movies, <laughs> sometimes even board games, sometimes episodes of Transformers Animated. Basically, whatever we feel like talking about any given week. Right. <laughs> we review them on the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from not enough Energon. To a sufficient amount of Energon to too much Energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Uh, Cal, what are you giving uh, Prometheus Unbound on the TME scale? Well, Prometheus like created mankind and like challenged Zeus and flew too close to the sun. Oh wait, that's Icarus. Too close to the sun and father of thor and loki and (laughs) Uh, and he's the uh, guy that stabbed uh, jesus uh, with a spear right author uh, creator of the aztec uh, calendar that ended in 2012 you know right he created that yeah yeah i almost (laughs) forgot about that yeah um um wrote the uh the art of war Um, has a trident. I'm pretty sure he's got a trident too. Also, was the first to land on the moon, beat the Russians to uh, landing on the moon. He's got a jaguar head. I'm pretty sure. Or was that a? Or was that some sort of like South African god? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's see, go I with thought, that. I, I thought you were just talking about Ravage. Oh, he was also covert agent Ravage. He was also covert agent. Remember, gods can take the form of a mortal. <laughs> He was covert, covert. I'm I, okay. I'm laughing. Covert agent Ravage at your Covert agent Ravage. I, I I can't even do it, comrade. I miss my daddy. I'm not a I dirty mean, commie, so I can't do the accent properly. <laughs> that'll teach you. Um, <laughs> do you think? Do you think Savage like missed his like uh, his his cassette siblings? Uh, uh, Ravage. Um, no, probably not. He seems pretty boss. Yeah, well, he's also like a, a Predacon, like triple agent. So, um, the 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 Tri Predicus Council, like, like secret. Yeah, agent. yeah, 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 yeah. He's like a like double slash triple agent. So people like that, they 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 don't give a shit about anyone. But the uh, but but the cause, you know, like they they they. They can't. Uh, they they can't waste. They can't waste time getting too close or being nostalgic or like having loved ones. So no, he probably doesn't care. 
about yeah. uh, Rumble, Frenzy, Rab- uh, Ratbat, or Laserbeak. I forgot about Ratbat. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Hmm. The thing is, the first 15 minutes of this episode is Night Scream says some Night Scream bullshit. Yep. And him being like, he's my friend and leave him alone. But the last five minutes of the episode are so damn good. As a whole, ah, oh man, I don't know. I Usually on Beast Machine, since we've been reviewing it, it's like very clear what I think of the episode. Right. But I, I really like that Megatron made his move and that like separated his soul and now he's Megahead. But the first, I, I, okay, okay, okay. I'm not humming and hawing. I got to give it a sufficient, a high sufficient amount of Energon because there was too much Night Scream emo bullshit. That's fair. Yeah. I can... And as you pointed out before, so much contradictory back and forth where he hates his maximal family, but then right. he praises them. And then he's right. like, some friends you are. And he sided with Noble like right away. Um, it reminded me the way he's like, he's just like me. We're best friends. And Noble's like, yeah, cool. And just like, let him think that he didn't do anything to brainwash Night Scream. Night Scream's just an idiot. Uh, it reminds me well, of and, uh, um, uh, Megatron, uh, Megatron, when he's floating in the air with uh, Megahead, he even point, he even mentions that Night Scream was like easy to manipulate and was malleable. Yeah. So like, so I will give you the benefit um, that I gave Noble by killing your disgusting organic body. Or so, he says something like that. Like I'll, I'll give you the 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 honor of dying, since you were right. such an easily like manipulatable, like malleable puppet. Yeah, and um, it reminds me of Rampage. And um, transmutate in Beast Wars. How oh, okay, yeah, he was projecting much better episode. <laughs> uh, he was projecting onto transmutate rampage, and he's like, You're just like me, you're different. Yeah, and we, we, saw we talked about that quite a bit. Yeah, about how much rampage was projecting, it wasn't actually there. Night Scream's doing that. He's yeah. like, Oh, you were all alone, I was alone, and like eating like like crazy berries from this tree. <laughs> so there's a little bit of projection there. Doesn't make me like Night Scream. <laughs> no, I, I I hate Night Scream. So you're going with a, a high sufficient? I'm going with sufficient amount of Energon. All how, right. How about, how about Siege? Uh, I'm going to go, this episode's going to get a low too much Energon from me. It it still hits too much energon. It still it still hits too much energon. I I the stuff with Night Scream is insufferable, but that that's kind of becoming just a thing about this show that I'm just learning to accept is that Night Scream is going. You're to supposed be fun- to think Night Scream is a bitch. Okay. Uh, that night. Well, <laughs> that Night Scream is just. I I think Night Scream is supposed to be the character that kids relate to in this show. Early two thousands. 
I, I think that's what they're going for. I don't think they succeed because like when I like I was 15 in the year 2000, I would have fucking hated this kid in the year 2000. In fact, like I think I did like because I, <laughs> I caught Bees Machines like a couple of times here and there and didn't. And really you like saw it. a Night Scream episode and you're like, fuck this show. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I good I, beats, though. Why are you giving it too much energy? So so I've kind of just learned to. Uh, like just accept uh night scream as being a like uh, uh annoyance on this show kind of like I, i've accepted that primal is just kind of like a hippie commune leader yeah yeah so i made my peace with that, <laughs> that. It, it's got it's getting to a point where like i'm not reviewing like i'm not reviewing the show based on anything involving night scream just because like Makes the show much better, I imagine. <laughs> I, I'm taking like the rest, rest of the show uh, it, it, out of context from uh, all the Night Scream uh, saying Night Fair. Scream bullshit. Uh, but anyway, I, I really like the build up to uh, to uh, to Noble, like the the reveal of like what he is. I like the um, I, I I mentioned I liked uh, uh, Gary Primal's like reaction being like, do you not understand the meaning of the word no? When Noble was just like, oh, I'm just going to run in anyway. Um, I I really like all the stuff in the uh, the Megadome command room with like Rat Trap in the uh, control harness. Um, that was cool. That that whole like sequence with the uh, with the spark extractors. We we yada yada over it. Just because it was like a series of action shots. It was done well, though. Uh, better than most of the other action scenes. We did it yada over it, but it was very stylish because the tiles are moving and... The lighting um, was cool. It was like the lighting black was and cool. red. Black arachnia, because she's a spider. She's actually upside down and the camera does weird stuff as it follows her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind, of, kind of like how my camera's doing now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we yachted, yachted that. But um, it's like one of those things where it's like, describe like um the burly brawl yeah yeah exactly it's like uh it's neo fights a bunch of agent smiths what what (laughs) how do we how do we tell the story there yeah um i i really like everything uh from like when they get into the megadome like all the way until the end of the episode same like i i love i love all that stuff onwards is great uh noble um like trying to operate the the control harness like even though he's a completely organic like being that was and then, that was and then just funny. being like fuck it i'm just gonna like spark extract myself and then like finally like uh, i got nothing else to lose they're on to me <laughs> and finally like awakening like getting it megatron getting his spark into mega head i'm like fuck where's the show gonna go from here like holy shit this is this is dope. it's reached peak like I'm I'm saying that, but I could I thought I thought a while ago it had reached peak bananas. Yeah, so, uh, but I I can't say that anymore because I it had it only keeps going up. So yeah, and that's um, the thing. It, it a, a lot of people don't like this compared to Beast Wars. Um, you need to view them differently, right? Totally. It's like yeah. when you watch a movie separate from the the book, you can compare them and talk about what you liked more and and what they did better and blah blah blah. But um. They went a different route and it's it's trying it, it's it's going bananas that's that's what the route is and uh yeah yeah I, it, I dig it's it. going it's going so bananas there are too many bananas for for gary primal to uh to eat yeah 
himself. Uh, too much banana. <laughs> too much banana. But yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, too much energon. Um, I I dug this episode. Again, the night scream stuff is insufferable. But as I mentioned, I'm kind of just I, I'm I, I'm judging the episode. Yeah. I'm just I'm just judging the episodes uh, with all of the night scream stuff removed in my head because he is just a constant annoyance on the show. I'll try that next time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, too much energy on for me. All right, there there you have it. There you have it. That was episode 72 of Too Much Energon. Uh, if you want to support the show, go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Lazycomb. We mentioned it earlier on in the episode. Uh, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Uh, starting at the $5 and up tier, you get uh, hours each and every week of bonus preamble audio with uh, me, Cal, and whoever else like talking about this, that, or the other thing before we actually get started uh recording the show proper uh the preamble for this episode is close to an hour long uh we talk about some some uh some interesting twitter drama that we we alluded to on uh this show it, it involves uh uh another beast wars podcast uh it involves uh uh someone uh accusing cal of uh potentially like stealing uh, a meme that they had made it's all transformers related oddly <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's our most like a, it's our most like kind of on topic um uh preamble that we've done in Oddly, a long time. Yeah. I I was actually like for a while I was like, man, we sh- should we just make this like part of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, no, it's uh, uh it it's going to be in the preamble. So uh, uh if you want to check that out, uh patreon.com/lasercom. Also at the $5 tier, you get uh, a monthly-ish commentary track. Um we are about to record another one pretty soon about the Matrix Resurrections because we just did oh commentary boy. tracks for the 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 first three Matrix movies. So now that the Matrix Resurrections is uh, available to rent and purchase at home, figure why not? Uh, also, at the ten dollar tier, ten dollar and up tier, you get our weekly ish news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight, where we talk about uh, well news and current events. You also get uh, uh, the ability to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on mine and Cal's other podcast, The Lasercomb Podcast. Uh, currently, we are doing an entire month of Patreon-sponsored shows, so if you want to get in on that, go to uh, uh, go to patreon.com slash Lasercomb. Uh, social media, follow us on facebook facebook.com slash lasercomb once again l-e-z-o-r-c-o-m-b central hub for this and all the other show podcasts that we do week in and week out we're doing three podcasts uh weekly now uh currently yeah so it's like okay we're a bit behind on too much too much galavar but it's like those are only monthly so it's like we're, we're gonna catch up and it's like oh our commentary is like behind and and all of this stuff but it's like we're doing a lot <laughs> we're, we're doing a lot week in and week out right now so, we're doing uh, a lot but i mean i i don't want to sound like a broken record i don't think i talk about it too much christopher's uh, siege is like the editor and the <laughs> producer and all of that stuff too and he works full time so we're one thank you siege but two <laughs> like Unless you have a time turner or some sort of way uh, 
to make like a uh, a quantum like field like effect uh where he he and all of us are uh are trying to trying to get that stuff out there so yeah we, it's not uh, like anybody's like tapping their foot and they're like come no, on guys uh, review that comic <laughs> no our uh, our patreon subscribers have been great actually like they, none of them are, none yeah. of them have been have complained about uh anything being late like we've been we've only been doing uh laser comb tonight um kind of bi-weekly we've only done two episodes this month and the probably only going to be two episodes this month uh no one's complained about that no we're like a month or two behind on the commentary tracks no one's complained about that so um and everyone seems to be really who uh is uh who's at the ten dollar and up tier who uh has been picking shows for us to review on the laser comb podcast everyone seems to be uh really happy with the results so yeah yeah, so, and uh, it, it's funny. So it's, it's Patreon month. So in the Laser Comb podcast, we pick a random, uh, sorry, not this month, Patreons choose, but they pick a TV show that's off the air and we watch a random episode of it. We also don't like pull punches. So it's like, oh, no. I, one of us didn't like this and we don't know how well that's going to go, but uh, it it is what it is. Uh, my favorite, uh, it's become like a meme where like siege will be like oh i didn't like this and i'll be like oh i didn't like it too and then once we start talking about it i'm like i like this <laughs> <laughs> i like this a lot <laughs> well and i i think part of it too is like i don't we don't um like even if we don't like something we're not like this fucking sucks and you're fucking stupid for liking it like no no like i like i studied critical thinking in university like i even if i don't like like because it's happened a couple of times on the laser comb podcast like the things that it did well and like it's animation and voice acting even if i don't like the show like i'll explain like we'll explain why we don't like it and we, we we always explain it in a fair manner oh yeah so um so yeah even if yeah uh so overall, like the the feedback from all of our patrons about the uh, uh, the the Patreon sponsored shows on the Lasercomb podcast has been very very positive. So uh, thank you to all of our patrons out there. Yeah. Um, Twitter, uh, if you want to follow the show proper on Twitter, it is at Too Much Energon, or you can follow me at Lasercomb once again, L A Z O R C O M B. And uh, Cal, where can they find you on Twitter? NeoCal, N E O underscore K A L. Come for the memes, stay for the spice. <laughs> uh, stay, stay for the um, the not plagiarism, but uh, stolen artwork. I guess. Ac- accidental. Um, uh, I don't know. It, was, it just like thing. Uh, everything ends up okay. Everything ends up okay, and everything uh, I, ends up okay. I, again, we we talk about this in the the preamble for this uh, this audio. So go to Patreon to check that out. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode seventy three of Too Much Energon, where we will be talking about the uh, fourth fourth. It's, yeah, fourth, wow, yeah, fourth. the fourth one in fourth, Darkest Night. Fourth, yeah, fourth episode of season two of Beast Machines in Darkest Night. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Oh, I just uh, saw this the description. 
Oh, whoops. What? No oh, way. Yeah. yeah I yeah. thought that ship had sailed already. Okay. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Wait till you see what he looks like. Oh, no. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't uh, don't even look at a picture. Just uh, just just watch the episode. And um, it's Shit. <laughs> he he. People made choices when they designed uh, that character. There were choices made. Okay. Choices were made. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, so yeah, we'll be back next week with that. Uh, and until then, uh, I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege, and I'm NeoCal. And until next week, I am transformed. And I am uh, super transformed. So transformed. Perfect uh, impression. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>